what? I got a fever. You give me fever. Fever? In the morning. A fever all through the night. Okay, welcome to episode 12 of the Dynasty Fever podcast. I'm Brian. He's Scott. Uh, we had to push recording back to Wednesday night again this week. So like last week, we're going to do a little bit of recap and a little bit of look ahead. Uh, we're going to try to keep it under two hours, though, this time. Right, Scott? <laughs> That's correct. How's everybody doing? Oh, man. I had a... A weird day. I, I was kind of sick most of the day and, and uh, threw up a few times. Uh, so, but I'm feeling a lot better now and uh, was able to eat some dinner. So, you know, I'm hanging in there. How about you? Good. Uh, I'm doing all right. A little bit sore, but um, yeah. What are you going to do? Okay. So let's dive right in. Thursday night game, uh, Rams 26, uh, Seahawks 17. Uh, big night for Woods and, of course, the Russ injury. Right. Yeah, I guess uh, for Woods, that, that's kind of a guy I'm actually looking to sell, but um, they, it looked like they made him a, like a point to get him the ball, which, which is good because he kind of felt like an afterthought up to this point. Yeah, and uh, if you're trading Geno Smith, uh, the backup, to the Russ manager, what do you want in return? Is a is a third round pick enough? Yeah, that's a guy I'd, I'd take pretty much anything I could get right now. Uh, I if if it's the Russ owner and they're desperate, I, I may look to like a late second. I don't know if you're gonna be able to get that, but okay. if they're like you know if they're in contention and maybe they don't really have anybody um, besides Russ, maybe you can get them. Okay. And folks should probably keep an eye on what's going on with uh, Chris Carson as the week uh, progresses. And um, Alex Collins is probably rostered in your league. So it's not like you're going out to uh, get him. But if you're desperate at running back, maybe maybe try to uh, trade something small for him for a couple weeks. Yeah, I I don't think he looked great. Uh, I'm talking about Alex Collins, but... um... Yeah, if you can get them real cheap or something, I would definitely, I definitely see what the price is. Okay, and uh, looking ahead to Week Six, Rams at the Giants. Uh, anything stand out to you there? No, I think you'd play. I don't think there's anything on either side of these that that would make you um, nervous. I guess for playing the skill positions. Okay. And Seattle at Pittsburgh, I'm firing up Pittsburgh's wide receivers uh, in that regard. Uh, anything yeah. stand out to you with that game? The only thing that would worry me is just Teddy or uh, Teddy Gino um, might be under some pressure. So I'd be a little bit nervous. I'm, I'm probably not going to play him if I can help it. Right. Okay. So uh, Atlanta 27, the Jets 20 in London. Uh, Corderell Patterson continues to be a thing uh, and uh, a big day for Kyle Pitts. Uh, I was talking about a sell window for uh, uh, Patterson, but you're saying maybe hold him. 
Yes, I, I was just looking at uh, our prestige worldwide, and I'm four and one. Um, I was going to see if I could maybe get Miles Sanders for him, but I I, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of I'd rather hold it. His um snap rate doubled this week too. Yeah. So I mean that could be because of Calvin Ridley and and Russell Gage is out. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's a tough call. I mean, if you're rebuilding for for sure, sell for a second, which I'm sure you can get now. But on, on the contending side of things, it's a little trickier, I think. Sure, yeah, I think you almost have to hold your nose and cross your fingers and and maybe hold on to him there. A right. big day for Kyle Pitts. There was no Ridley, no Gage, and it was against the Jets. But nine catches for 119 yards and uh, a TD. Uh, this people were looking for a breakout game this week and they got it. Yeah. Yeah. Huge week. Um, yeah, definitely worth the top three rookie price tag in my opinion. Okay. Uh, let's see. And in week six, Atlanta and the jets both have a buy. So not much to talk about there. Oh, kind uh, of a pain for fantasy with Atlanta though, to be honest. <laughs> what's that? Atlanta has so many like uh, fantasy relevant people. It's it's kind of a pain mm-hmm. on a few of my teams this week. But yeah, you know, every year it's like, oh, there's this, there's that. I got this guy, and I got depth here. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh shit, yeah, bye weeks. Yeah, right. Jump up on you in a hurry. Uh, Green Bay twenty five, Cincinnati twenty two, in overtime in a game where nobody wanted to make. Uh, a field goal. Uh, I know this is more of an X's and O's question than a dynasty fantasy question. Devonte Adams. He's pretty much the only guy Rogers throws to. How does he get open? Well, how are they not double, triple, quadruple covering this guy? He goes for 206 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. And I think there's just, he's just so good. He just gets that little bit of separation, but, um, I, I don't know. I, I'd have at least two guys on him, <laughs> like uh, Megatron back in the day. I mean, he's the only threat. So, uh, Joe Burrow had a throat contusion, went to the hospital, but it looks like he'll play this week for now. And uh, Samaje P. Ryan out snaps and out carries Joe Mixon as Mixon is uh, still a little banged up. Anything that you want to take away from that? Uh, no, just hopefully it's something that he can get back to 100% uh, quickly because I think Mixon would have had a much bigger day. But, I mean, he didn't kill you either to, to play him. He had like 10 points. So, mm-hmm. And a uh, big day for Jamar Chase, 6 for 159 uh, and a touchdown. And you're thinking um, use some, some big chips and try to trade for him. Yeah, I'd get like a Hopkins or an Adams, um, maybe even somebody like Stefan Diggs add in like an early second or something. Um, see if he can't get him now because I think his value is just going to keep going up. Now, what would you want in return along with Chase if you're giving up somebody like a Diggs or an Adams? Uh, if I was – you might have to add – you may have to add like a second because I, I don't know – if the guy's got chase, if he's if he's gonna take one of those guys straight up, unless he's like contending, you know. For, true. Yeah. Very true. That's how much chase is already getting value. But I mean, I would try to. You might have to add like a second in 
with like say Diggs right now, but the because Diggs hasn't been playing great. Mm. Uh, to to get Chase. Okay. And in week six, Green Bay goes at Chicago. Uh, anything stand out to you there? Uh, I would temper expectations a little bit just for Rodgers. It's a top six defense, um, probably Green Bay as a whole. And uh, for Cincinnati, I would think you could probably play Mixon even if he doesn't get a full workload because Detroit's the worst against running backs. Yeah. Okay. That Yeah, something to watch out for. Uh, Minnesota 19, Detroit 17. Detroit beat 19-17 again on a long field goal. Mm. Um, Quintez Cephas uh, is going to the IR, uh, and I'm on Ross St. Brown. I caught seven for 65. Uh, Hawkinson and Thielen disappoint, and Madison shines in place of an injured Dalvin Cook. Anything stand out to you here? Uh, with Cephas going down, you know, St. Brown's already playing pretty well. So for PPR, I wouldn't. I don't think I would want him unless it's full point PPR. But um, yeah, he's looking good. Hawks worry me a little bit because he's the only elite passing threat that's not a running back. So I think they're having a little bit of an easy time teeing off on him. And Thielen, I think uh, he's definitely you're going to want to move him this year, but I'd probably wait for a multi-touchdown game. Yeah, at this point, he I, you know, I've been trying to shop him, and I'm not really getting uh, uh, much interest. Uh, you know, he's kind of at a sell low at this point, so I think you kind of have to hold on to him until right. he has some better days, you know? Yeah, for sure. Week six, Minnesota goes to Carolina. Anything stand out to you there? I'd be um, looking for to to probably play anybody over Minnesota players next week. That's a tough matchup, so it's kind of hard to like bench like Jefferson Cook or Thielen. But if if you have a decent option, I'd consider it. Yeah. Okay. And we talked about Detroit versus Cincinnati from the perspective of um, Cincinnati's offense. Anything worth talking about on Detroit's offense? Uh, yeah, well, Cincinnati's got – they're pretty good against tight ends, so it might be another rough one for Hawkinson. Okay. But he might, be sorry, a, might be a buy window for Hawkinson after this week. True. Yeah, good point. Um, you know, I still think he's got top five tight end uh, potential, maybe even top three. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, needs to bounce back. And, you know, buying low is probably a, a good bet. Uh, right now, Pittsburgh 27, Denver 19. Um, Javante and Melvin Gordon continue to split carries. Uh, not too big a day for really uh, anybody except for Sutton on uh, the Broncos. Big day for uh, Najee Harris uh, 23 carries, 132 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Claypool, five catches for 130 and a touchdown, and uh, Juju injured. What's worth talking about here? Uh, so, yeah, Teddy B, I think that's a guy that you're going to want to look to sell after the season just in case Denver gets into it with the quarterbacks. But he's a real real solid quarterback, too, right now for super flex. Um, I thought Javante looked much better than 
Melvin Gordon. So hoping that he gets maybe a little bit of an edge in that backfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you trying to sell Melvin Gordon right now? Yeah, I would try to. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly what I'd expect to get back. Um, mm-hmm. You're probably not getting more than like a late second. But I, yeah. yeah, I'd probably take that. Sounds about right. Uh, so with the Juju injury, I think, you know, other folks' numbers and targets will go up. So, you know, you're, you're probably confidently rolling out Deontay Johnson, Claypool, and Najee Harris. Uh, yeah, Harris is, I mean, Harris is already get a lot of targets. He could get even more, which is scary. <laughs> we talked a little bit about Pittsburgh versus Seattle already for week six. Uh, Denver at home versus uh, Las Vegas. Anything worth talking about there? That could be a defensive battle right there. So I'm trying not to play too many guys from that matchup. Okay. Uh, Tampa Bay 45, Miami 17. Uh, Gaskin bounces back with a big day receiving. A couple good, uh, actually probably three productive wide receivers uh, for Tampa Bay in this one against what is not a bad secondary. Uh, I'm trying to sell Antonio Brown to a contender. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I have him on a league where I'm like one and four. I'm trying to sell him hard. Um, but yeah, if you if you can get like a second round pick for AB, maybe like a rookie tight end that you like or a rookie wide receiver that hasn't quite hit yet, I would I would do it. Okay. I don't think you're gonna get a first, but maybe a late one. Uh Brissett hurt his hamstring and Tua is eligible to return. In week six, do you expect to see Tua on the field? Yeah, uh, the the report I read expects him to play against Jacksonville. So I'd hold on to Brissett if you have him just in case of a re-injury because that line is pretty bad. Um, And uh, in week six, Tampa Bay goes to Philly on short rest for the Thursday night game. Anything stand out there? uh, Yeah, I mean, Philly's got a pretty underrated defense but i'm not expecting to slow down uh tampa bay too much okay uh i think um i saw i saw somewhere that uh tampa bay has uh i think his name is levante david uh, a defensive player out and uh and goddard is banged up so it might be a good Ertz day yeah yeah, for sure. And Miami – I'm sorry, go ahead. Because Bush is uh, – I mean, he does the, do coverage as well, but I think, like – I think that opens up a good – yeah, for, like, Ertz or even maybe uh, Rager or Quez Watkins might get a couple long ones. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, in week six, Miami goes at lowly Jacksonville. Anything worth talking about there? Uh, hopefully the Miami – passing game can, can kind of get a boost here with uh, Waddle and, and company. Okay. Uh, New Orleans 33, Washington 22. I was a bit disappointed by uh, Washington's performance uh, in this game. Uh, Callaway, four catches, 85 yards, and two touchdowns for New Orleans. 
probably a good week to try to sell him. Yeah, yeah, I, I would think so. He had a couple of touchdowns on four catches. I think uh, Michael Thomas is coming back. It shouldn't be much longer. Maybe he's a guy you package up uh, with a guy like Marshall. Maybe try to trade for Hollywood or Baton. Hollywood's going to be tough to get right now. But yeah, yeah, for maybe, sure. Maybe more so like a Bateman type. Or maybe like an early second in Callaway and try to get like Allen Robinson, try to steal him. But it'd probably take like a late first. I'd still probably do it though, to be honest. Okay. Uh, Antonio Gibson, uh, shin injury. What are we making of this? Yeah, the shin injury is worrisome. It's something that can get worse over the season. Um, He had two touchdowns. I'd be looking to sell him. If you're contending. Okay. Um, I'd definitely be trying to buy Patterson. No. Interesting. Okay. I, I think at the beginning of the season, we probably wouldn't expect ourselves to say sell Gibson uh, when it's week six. No. Yeah. Big disappointment so far. Um, but yeah, Patterson shouldn't be t- crazy expensive. So if you want to just buy Patterson, um, and just ride it out. That's fine too. Because that Patterson, um, it might be he's a very good running back. So I think if Gibson were to get put on the shelf, that you would be fine having Patterson on your roster. Okay, and um, I'm gonna throw one guy out there. Um, I you know in looking at these, um, you know, not that box scores tell the whole story, but DeAndre Carter keeps showing up for. Washington uh, four catches for 62 yards this time around. Uh, I've seen him get uh, added from the waiver wire in a couple leagues. Uh, not didn't cost too much. Um, what are you making of uh, DeAndre Carter? Anything worth talking about? Yeah. I mean, if he's on the waiver wire for sure, I'd, I'd, I'd pick him up. Okay. Uh, in week six, New Orleans has a buy, but Washington is home against Kansas City, a defense that does not do well against tight ends or running backs. Uh, I'm looking to probably play Ricky Seals-Jones as a, you know, um, possible tight end option. Anything else stand out to you? Yeah, I'm definitely firing up both McKissick and Gibson or whoever starts at running back. Uh, Humphreys is interesting, too, to me um, in PPR. Yeah, very true. Uh, yeah, uh, he went uh, three for 73. And uh, with Curtis Samuel sidelined, I would expect the tight ends and, and Humphreys to be getting a, a few more looks. Yeah, for sure. And d- definitely, like, McKissick is probably a great play because uh, Kansas City struggles right now at the second level. And I think, like, with his route running, um, and he might get some added snaps, too, with – Gibson hurting. So he might, it might be a really good play this week too. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia 21, Carolina 18 uh, in a game that I thought would be a, a little uh, higher scoring. Yeah. Um, Sanders has, you know, more carries this week than he had combined the last few weeks. Uh, Darnold kind of looks like the old Darnold uh, mm-hmm. in this game. Doesn't look very good. 
Jalen uh, uh, Jalen Hurts kind of bails out his passing game with uh, uh, two rushing touchdowns. Anything right. stand out to you here? Yeah, I'm, I'm still loving uh, the Hurts fantasy production. I don't know about real life quarterback, but mm. for fantasy, he's been. I, I don't think his floor is just so good with his rushing. Uh, Sanders had like a 75% snap share, but he didn't do much with it. So it's a little concerning. Mm. And um, I think Darnold under pressure is just always going to be Darnold under pressure, no matter what team he's on or how good they are. He's just not good at all. Um, when the, you know, when he doesn't have much time, mm-hmm. I think uh, Chuba Hubbard, I think he looked really good. So, Mm. Uh, an elite handcuff it to CMC. If you don't have CMC, he might be worth the hold because I think maybe it's possible they're rushing um, CMC back. And, uh, you know, he, he could be, you could get another few starts out of him potentially. So. Yeah. Uh, Matt Rule said uh, CMC is 50 50 this week. I don't expect him to play. I think Matt Rule is. Uh, doing a little um, head games, uh, making uh, Minnesota have to game plan in case CMC does come back. Yeah, that's probably right. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad to have uh, Chuba on one of the leagues. I have CMC for sure. Okay. Uh, week six, Philly is home for Tampa Bay, uh, who has not been good against the pass. Uh, we talked about, you know, some uh, – some perhaps deep balls for uh, Watkins and Rieger. Uh, Carolina home against Minnesota. Uh, anything worth talking about with that game? Uh, no, I, I don't think I'm. I don't think Minnesota's giving me any pause for Carolina players. Yeah. Okay. I think they have a pretty young secondary, and, and um, Donald and DJ Moore might have a good bounce back game. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee 37, Jacksonville 19, a disappointing first game back for A.J. Brown. Uh, You know, uh, J-Rob is probably the only uh, offensive Jacksonville piece that I want right now. Uh, Although with Chark out, you know, some some interesting names got got some got some targets and and catches uh, this week, including uh, Jamal Agnew and Tavon. Austin and Dan Arnold having uh, pretty decent weeks Um, with uh, AJ Brown, uh, a potential buy low. I'd be seeking what they, yeah, I'd be seeing what they wanted for him. He's definitely cheaper now than he was over the summer. So, okay. Um, You think Jamal Agnew might be a thing. It's possible. I mean, it just seems like they give him more and more opportunities. Um, each week so i mean chenault's been pretty underwhelming uh jones hasn't been great so i mean there's there's some room for some targets to other guys on a team that's going to be passing a lot so so i have a team uh that is uh in a in one of my dynasty leagues that is a nice fat zero and 10 uh we play uh one of those like extra games every week against the median score thing Mm -hmm. so uh I have Dan Arnold and I've been, and I've been offered a third and a fourth. Do I take it? I might. Yeah, I might take that. 
I mean, I, I mean, think I think it's pretty fair. You know, yeah. I mean, um, I don't I don't think I could ask for two thirds or a second and a fourth justifiably. I don't think. Right. Yeah. The only thing, like, they did trade for him, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you might be somebody that you know if you hold for another week or two, you might be able to get a little something more. Okay. Uh, in week six, Tennessee is home for uh, Buffalo, whose defense has looked really good this year. Anything stand out to you there? Yeah, I'm sitting Julio either way, I think, whether he plays or doesn't play. Mm-hmm. And how come? Uh, Buffalo is the number one defense against against wide receivers right now, and I, I'm not real comfortable playing on um, there's a lot of players I'd probably pause before I played Buffalo right now. They just their defense just seems like probably the best it's been under McDermott so far, and they've had a you know they've had a top five defense uh, not long ago. So just a, a matchup I'm kind of looking to avoid. I think right now in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Jacksonville week six home against. Uh, Miami, Jacksonville hasn't done much, but Miami just gave up 45 points uh, to, uh, you know, granted it was to a a really good team, Tampa Bay. Uh, Anything worth talking about here? Yeah, I like the uh, Miami matchup for for wide receivers. So I guess like Chenault, unless I have another really good starting option, uh, I think I'm giving them one more chance. Okay. Uh, New England 25, Houston 22 in a game that was much closer uh, than we expected. Yeah. Another uh, another pretty decent day for Hunter Henry, uh, Damian, uh, Damian Harris in and out of the game with an injury. Looks like he's going to play next week. Um, and uh, who the hell is Chris Moore? Five catches, 109 yards and a touchdown for the Texans. No idea. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm uh I don't know. I don't think I'm making much out of the Morris thing. Okay. Uh so I've been known to say that Ramondre Stevenson could be a thing. Yeah. I saw a coach quote that uh he's look he looked better running the ball towards the end of the game and more like committed and decisive, and that they want to get him the ball more. I know he's not great. Right. But he's he's big. He's in an offense that, you know, um, doesn't necessarily uh, have the greatest receiving core. Uh, James White is out. Uh, Am I am I nuts Uh, or is Ramondre Stevenson a good stash? Yeah, he's a great stash right now. I think, yeah, the, the, for their first game is kind of – I'm not real worried about it, you know, it's for for running backs. that Sometimes it takes them some time to adjust to the game speed. But, you know, Harris is hurt. He has a chest injury. So, I mean, yeah, good stash that may become useful very soon, like this week. Okay. And week six – New England goes against Dallas, whose defense has been playing uh, better than expected. Anything worth talking about with that game? 
No, I mean they they are playing pretty good, but I'm I'm not I'm not too worried about it. Okay. And Houston at Indianapolis. Anything Houston's pretty uh, you're not really looking at at much on uh, using many players from that team anyway. Um anything worth talking about there? No, I'm actually a, I am a little hopeful for Davis Mills, but Three hundred yards against a Belichick defense uh, this past week. Yeah, yeah, he played really good against Belichick. Maybe one of the best rookie performances against Belichick um, in recent memory, I think. But yeah, now he gets Indy, who Lamar just lit up at the end. So I think there's, I got some hope again. Okay. Now Tyrod Taylor probably not the long term solution in Houston. Is Davis Mills the long-term solution, or are they just going to pick another quarterback with a high pick that they're going to have uh, in the next draft? Uh, I think it's it's a little too early. I would obviously, if I was the Houston Texans, I'd want to roll with Davis Mills right now, and just by the end of the year, you should know. Mm-hmm. But at, at this point, I mean, he, he might be. He, I, I've seen worse, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw a couple of folks say that if it wasn't for his major knee injury during college that he was on track to be, you know, perhaps a first round pick. So, you know, right. Maybe there's something there. Yeah. And other than the bills, he's played, he's played pretty good. So. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of rookie quarterbacks, Justin Fields and the Chicago bears, 20 Las Vegas, uh, only nine, uh, interesting split in the backfield between, uh, Herbert, and Damian Williams, what do we make of that? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Herbert's, so I think you could still buy him right now. Um, I I put a trade, I put him on the block on one of my leagues just to, just because I was curious to see if he'd get any offers. Um, mm-hmm. But he he interests me quite a bit if if Montgomery's out. Yeah, he could be something like because. Uh, he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. And, uh, he, you know, I think Herbert's good enough where they might be tempted not to sign him. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. I have him stashed away on a, on a few teams, a uh, reasonable price in the rookie drafts uh, where I got him. Uh, he's definitely somebody that I'm, you know, uh, not necessarily like, Oh my gosh, I'm uh, he's untouchable, but I kind of want to see what's there. Yeah. Yeah, he's great breaking tackles. He's got good speed. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited, too, in the one league that I have him. All right. And my Hunter Renfro hype train continues. Uh, I think he's a good buy in PPR. Um, I think the price is probably still reasonable for him. If I'm a contender, I'm trying to get him. Yeah, I agree. Very solid week in and week out. Okay, what do we make of uh, Josh Jacobs? Did score a touchdown, uh, but only 48 yards on 15 carries. Can we chalk this up to he's still coming back from injury, or is there anything uh, to be concerned about? Um, Tough matchup against Chicago. What do we make of that? Yeah, I think it's just a tough matchup coming back from injury, but I'm not really panicking on Jacobs. He was pretty cheap. So okay, and 
he's always going to be a touchdown threat too. So you're usually going to get a touchdown. So uh, Waller four catches for 45 yards, and you're saying keep an eye on him this week. Yeah, I'd keep an eye on pretty much everybody here. Just first week with no Gruden, so definitely something to monitor. Uh, I um, did not see. Uh, had they named an interim head coach? Yeah, it was. I I forgot his name. It was their special teams coach. Okay. All right. Uh, so probably we can't really discern much uh, from that. Uh, you know, as far as how the offense is going to go. No, no, I doubt that changes much. It's not like Gruden was like grossly mismanaging the team. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why he was fired. So it was, you know, I don't think much is going to change because it was working for the most part. Mm -hmm. Okay. In week six, uh, Chicago home against Green Bay. Uh, Anything worth talking about there? No, I'm, I feel good about that matchup for Chicago players. I'm actually playing Fields in the league, so. You know, let's talk about Fields. Um, only 20 attempts, only 111 yards, only three rushes. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if you have him, you're, you're, you're going to be patient. Um, is there anything to worry about? I'm not too worried yet, no. I'm... I want to get a few more games and see what we got here, but uh, hope I'm hoping that Green Bay kind of pushes them to throw the ball a little bit more in this. Yeah, I'd like to see that. So um, let's see here. Uh, Las Vegas at Denver in week six. You said earlier that that could be a more defensive matchup. Anything else worth talking about there? Uh, no, I, I'm trying to avoid, I guess, the Raiders backfield if I can, but other than that, no. Okay. Uh, Chargers 47, Browns 42 in a game that was higher scoring than I expected. Over a thousand yards of offense in this game. Big days for Najoku and Mike Williams. Uh, what's worth talking about here? Uh, I guess I'm I'm trying to sell Baker off of this for like Daniel Jones. Um, I I sent an offer. I'm not sure if it got responded to, but it was I sent Baker for Daniel Jones and and uh, Dawson Knox. Okay, um, interesting. Yeah, definitely a good week to try to sell Baker. But in yeah. in a game where Baker does well and there's over a thousand yards of offense. Odell Beckham Jr. only two catches for twenty yards. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely nervous uh, with OBJ. It's that good of a game for Baker, and there's, I mean, he did pretty much nothing. So, and uh, I'm sorry, good to see uh, Peoples Jones have a nice game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the no joke. I'm sorry. Uh, I know, like somebody had um, the joke who ranked ahead of um, Austin Hooper. So it's, in, it's an interesting stat line there for Joku. Seven catches, 149 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, who is the tight end one on Cleveland? I guess for, for now you'd have to go into Joku, I think. Okay. 
And you're saying on the Chargers side, you might rather have Mike Williams than Kenyon Allen right now. Yeah, I just think with the touchdowns, he's going to uh, lead that by a large margin. Um, and as long as Herbert has time to throw, you know, I mean, he's he's going to give Mike Williams plenty of opportunity um, to come down with footballs. So, especially with Keenan Allen's getting older, um, yeah, I might I might rather Mike Williams. Right. And we didn't think we'd be saying that when the season started. No, I liked him as like a maybe a good flex play for your team, but I mean, he's other than the Las Vegas game. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been like he's been really really good uh, must start so all right week six the chargers at baltimore uh, probably a good game uh to watch anything worth talking about there no i i think uh i'm comfortable for chargers players against them okay and cleveland at home versus arizona yeah it should be probably um there's really not much there. Maybe I, I'm tempering expectations again for Baker. Arizona's been pretty good against quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Dallas 44, Giants 20. So Saquon injured, Daniel Jones concussion, Kenny Galladay injured, uh, <laughs> Shepard and Slayton might uh, out again, and who knows uh, what to expect. Uh this upcoming week, big day for Kadarius Tony and Devontae Booker does well filling in for an injured Saquon. Big day for Zeke. Pollard, good usage. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, this game was, was pretty wild. Um, Tony, I mean, it's a, when Shepard comes back, it might hurt a little bit, but I mean, he's been a first round pick on him. I mean, he, he, he had a wild game. Uh, 10, 10 for 189, I think, on 13 targets. So, yeah, he's hard not to start right now moving forward. Uh, would you, tr- If you had Booker, you're trying to sell him to the Saquon manager, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'd probably take whatever I could. Mm-hmm. And what do we make of the Galladay situation? Got to hold and, and hope for a miracle. <laughs> yeah. At this point, there's really nothing else you can do. Not looking good so far. Uh, and I'm saying sell Zeke to a contender. Uh, I think, you know, I think some people were kind of uh, overestimating how close to washed he was uh, this at the beginning of this season. Uh, he's obviously not, but he is, I think, 26 or 27 already. Right. Uh, and so, you know, that's a funky age for running backs in Dynasty. I'm trying to unload him to a contender off a big week. Yeah. Yeah. You're, if you're definitely out of it this year, for sure, uh, get what you can now. So if you had, say, Chris Carson or Saquon Barkley or Miles Sanders, and you're a little shaky there at running back, you trying to buy Tony Pollard? Yeah, I am. Uh, I s- just traded for him. I traded uh, for him in a league where I sent uh, Cooper Cup and Diggs plus a fourth, and I got Rondale, Claypool, Higgins, Pollard, and a first. And I had I traded Mixon already 
in that league, and I'm happy to have them mm. because they're going running back in my rebuild. Okay. Uh, I saw a couple folks on the Twitters today talk about, well, you know, what do we make a CD lamb, right? It's, you know, uh, a third of the way or so through the second season. Uh, Dalton Schultz is getting looks with a Mari Cooper is a little banged up and Lamb's not really feasting uh, the way we expected. I know it was positive game script this week. Mm-hmm. I can't say I'm concerned about CD Lamb. Uh, are you? No, I'm not yet. He's still he's producing well. Him and Cooper are pretty much tied, you know, as the one. So. Okay, week six, Dallas goes at New England. Anything stand out to you there? I don't like New England, obviously, for wide receivers. Um, but I think they'll take Cooper out of the game. So it might be a good week maybe for um, C.D. Lamb. Okay. And let's see, Giants at home versus the Rams. It kind of all depends on who's playing for the Giants. You know, I don't really know what to make of it just yet. Yeah, I'm finding it really hard to. I got Kadarius Tony in one league, and I got him in there for now uh, in my starting lineup. But Mm -hmm. I don't want a lot. I don't think I want Daniel Jones on my roster to start. Um, But I'm, yeah, I think Tony might have a good day still again. No, and I don't think it really matters who their quarterback is either. They were both targeting him, so. Mm Okay, uh, and let's see. Uh, Arizona 17, San Francisco 10, and a game that was lower scoring than I uh, expected. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We saw uh, a really good rushing floor uh, that we expected from Trey Lance, um, but not a, a really good day uh, overall. Uh, I, and I think it's a good opportunity to sell – James Connor and of course I think Trey Sermon only had one carry. Uh what do you want to talk about here? Yeah, we'll start with Lance. I think he's like a downgrade for the passing attack for San Francisco. Uh for fantasy, he's gonna be pretty good just because of that rushing floor. Um, but he's got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Uh Elijah Mitchell. Not you know, it's not like he had all that many carries. Uh, I mean, Sermon sure only had the one, but Mitchell only nine. Uh, what do you make of uh, the, the San Francisco backfield? I'd uh, I'd honestly, I I think I'd prefer Mitchell here in the backfield. I just like him better as a running back. It seems right now San Fran does too. Okay. And another touchdown for, excuse me, James Conner. I'm trying to sell. Yeah. He's way too touchdown dependent. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm trying to sell him too. Okay. So week six, Arizona goes at Cleveland. Uh, Anything worth talking about there? Hoping for a bounce back game from Kyler Murray. Mm Mm-hmm. Not worried too much about Cleveland, I guess. Okay. Yeah, you know, I uh, uh, expected them to do better against the Chargers. They they have a good pass rush. They have a pretty good secondary from what I remember. 
Uh, but, you know, they gave up huge yardage and 47 points to uh, to the Chargers. So yeah. maybe not maybe not the defense that I expected them to be. Right. And Clowney, I think, is questionable for this week. So Oh, right. OK. Yeah. And San Francisco has a bye in week six. So not much to talk about there. Your Buffalo Bills on Sunday night. 30, <laughs> 38 to 20 over. Uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs, a big day for uh, Dawson Knox. Uh, n- not quite as good a day as I expected for Zach Moss against a team that ranked 28th against running backs. Uh, another two touchdowns for uh, the veteran Emmanuel Sanders. And CEH goes to the IR with a knee injury. Mm. Uh, what do we make of this game? Uh, yeah, I guess I would, uh, in the terms of backfield, I think I want Moss over Singletary. I like Singletary better, but as a player, I, I just think Moss is going to get the, the the more beneficial opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah, I guess if I had to pick, I, I'd go with Moss. Knox, um, great stash if you, if you could... If you had the room, if you have Kelsey and Knox, um, I wouldn't move. I wouldn't look to sell Kelsey if I had Knox behind me. I think once Kelsey's done, uh, you can start Knox. What if you're generally definitely not contending? Maybe not like rebuild, rebuild, but like you're not a contender and you have those two tight ends. Do you move Kelsey? Yeah, then I'm moving Kelsey for sure. And uh, Daryl Williams went for $66 in fab in yeah. my home league, uh, and, and where I only bid 13 for him because wow. CEH, from what I heard, unless I was wrong, he's going to the IR, but it, it doesn't sound like it's going to be like too long. Uh, did I hear a wrong report on that? Um, I think they said they were. Ch- the last thing I saw was that um, was that they were hoping to get him back, and it wasn't uh, season ending. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think like you can, McKinnon might be something too, you know. So, mm-hmm. and uh, Daryl Williams, uh, as popular as he is <laughs> on the waiver wire, uh, you're trying to. Uh, sell him to a contender, uh, maybe a contender that has a, a running back injury. What do you think? Yeah, I would be definitely be looking to sell him to a contender. Okay. And going back to the Bills real quick, two another two touchdowns for Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. You know, if you had him at the beginning of the year and now your team is bad, you basically just, you know, stepped into a golden pile of poop. Um, Right. You know, like, I think you just get what you can for him. I do, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting the defense to shift a little bit. Uh, they kind of have to provide an answer for him. Um, so I'd be looking for, like, digs. I think he's going to uh, start getting the numbers that we were used to getting last year. And maybe Sanders goes down just a little bit. But definitely seeing what you can get. Okay. 
And in week six, Kansas City goes at the Washington football team. Anything stand out to you there? No, uh, I think everything's pretty much as normal. So what do you make of the Buffalo offense at Tennessee? Yeah, I'm all over the the wide receivers. So they're, they're you know, the, Tennessee's the worst against them. And they're pretty good against tight ends, but I, I'm still playing Knox where I have them. Okay. I'm for uh, I'm hoping that Josh Allen remains, the, you know, he's putting up elite points in this one. Absolutely. Uh, and one more game to do before we get to our uh, regular fever and chill segment, the Monday night affair, uh, Baltimore 31, Indianapolis 25. Uh, Lamar has really quieted the haters uh, <laughs> so far this season, had a huge game, big game yeah. for Hollywood and Andrews. And even Wentz goes over 400 yards and throws two touchdowns. Anything yeah. worth uh, – uh, what do you want to go first here? Yeah, Wentz, uh, he looked he looked great. Um, Pittman, I'm going to talk about his favorite – one of his favorite targets, uh, six for 89 and one. I, uh, I just – I really like Pittman. I mm-hmm. like him more than Chenault right now, like the Moonies of the world. Um, maybe even T. Higgins. Interesting. Okay. Really big receiver with with good separation skills. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hollywood proving me wrong. I was a Hollywood hater. Uh, and we get Bateman back soon. What do we make of uh, how that shakes out? Yeah, I like. I like. I don't think Hollywood's going anywhere when when Bateman returns. When Bateman returns, but um. I'm excited to see them both in the same offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I traded Kelsey and Edwards for Hollywood and Pitts, and Hollywood's making me look real good for that trade right now. So I'm excited for it. But I think he, Bateman can come in, um, and I think they could both coexist together. Okay. And uh, week six, Baltimore at home versus the Chargers. Anything to talk about there? Yeah, I'm having a little bit of uh, – you got to kind of temper your expectations maybe for Hollywood. Chargers are pretty good against wide receivers. Okay. Uh, and and uh, Indianapolis at home against lowly Houston. Uh, you know, I'm probably uh, expecting a good day from JT, who had 116 yards receiving in this Monday night game, and yeah. probably another good day for Pittman. Yeah. I, I think you're right there. I'm, I'm nothing from Houston <laughs> would make me probably want to bench anyone playing against them, even though they're not as bad as you would think. But mm-hmm. Definitely not scary. Okay, time for our regular segment of FIVA and chills. Players that are giving us the FIVA and players that are giving us the chills. You want to go first for fever? Sure. My um my first fever will be. Herbert from Chicago Bears. I just think I, th- I think he's going to be useful now, and he's, he's, he has long-term appeal with the uncertainty of Montgomery coming back. And mm-hmm. I already talked about Pittman, so I'm loving him. I think he's only going to get better as we go. Okay. For my FIVA players, uh, 
I went with uh, Hollywood uh, because he's just on fire and he has proven me wrong. And I must uh, own the fact that I was wrong about him and uh, tout him uh, as uh, as somebody who's given me the fever now. Uh, I'll also go with another wide receiver, uh, you know, more of a quiet, uh, you know, stat line usually. But uh, Tim Patrick, uh, we still have Judy out and you could do worse on your team for a wide receiver three or flex. Yeah. And uh, Kareem Hunt, he just produces each week. Uh, He keeps finding the end zone. He signed uh, for a couple more years on the Browns. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm liking them a lot. Yeah, I, I agree with all these. I especially like uh, Hunt. So, um, I trade, I had both Hunt and Chubb in the league, traded Chubb for um, CD Lamp straight up. Okay, and, and I'm like real happy, you know, that Hunt is pretty much putting up similar numbers. So, mm-hmm. and let's talk about chills. Who's giving you the chills? For me, it's Odell Beckham Jr. Just if you were to tell me that Baker was going to have that those kind of yard that kind of yardage total and touchdowns, and that OBJ was going to score like four points, uh, I would have called you a liar. So you know, time. I guess it is probably time to panic on OBJ. But hmm. okay, yeah, I, I I agree. There's really, I mean, you gotta you gotta hold on to him though you know and uh you can't trade him now because he he stinks no yeah exactly i'm still i actually have to play him um in our prestige worldwide i just Mm. don't really have a better option but i'm not yeah he's one of those i'm expecting three (laughs) three or three to five points from Mm. so my chills are uh i'm gonna pick on my jets with zach wilson I know he's a rookie. I know he's on a bad team, but he, he, he was looking very inconsistent uh, and he did not look good in that game. I know it was in London. So, you know, you know, probably some better times are ahead, but did not look good. Uh, Allen Robinson. Uh, I think I'm starting to worry about uh, him in that offense and what role he's going to play in an offense that seems to be pretty conservative and, and isn't really like uh, setting the world on fire. I might even, however, try to, you know, if I was in the position to buy low, maybe try to do that because, um, you know, he, he might uh, he might improve. What do you think of that, buy low on Allen Robinson? Yeah, I got – no, I don't think I'd want a part of this. <laughs> okay. Like I, got, I got Allen Robinson in one place. You can't – I can't trade him. He's almost impossible for me to sit because, like – teams that are pretty deep yeah so and then uh finally for chills my uh our two tight ends that i expected more from this year uh tunyon and johnny smith johnny smith is an expensive tight end that isn't getting much done uh what do you think of those chills yeah tanyan scared me just because because of the, the touchdown thing so yeah i, I don't think I don't, yeah, I got John two and one, and I also have like another team at Hunter Henry. So, at John who's price, um, pretty disappointed. Yeah, like you mm-hmm. said. Okay. Well, that does it for episode 12. We did a recap and a look ahead and fever and chills, and we did it in under two hours this time, Scott. Awesome. 
Well, you can follow the show on Twitter at Dynasty Fever Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at FFJunkie underscore. Scott, where can they find you on Twitter? Yeah, it's just going to be at FF underscore Fire 911. And uh, I almost, um, I think I cursed when I seen that our episode was two hours long last time. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just was <laughs> like, oh, well, one of those days, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Okay. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. All right. See you guys.